All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. All right, we literally all just rolled into this show live just as it was ready to go live. So we barely had a chance even to say hello to each other. So um, I'm your host, of course, Julian Gill on the Kiss FAQ podcast. I'm joined today by Marcus Almighty. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are you? Daniel, Wee's on the board. Good evening. Good evening. And 69th Blizzard, Ken. Good morning. Also, good morning. And... It's lunchtime for Lonnie, I guess. So, uh, hey, Lonnie, how you doing? Yeah, my internet's a delight this morning. Okay, so uh, stop Netflixing <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, go yell at somebody downstairs. No, don't, don't do that. You're not. You're not going to win that. So we've no. got a twelve. We've we've got a minimum twelve song battle. Actually, it is a maximum twelve song battle today for Deathmatch number ten, and this is of course the the final album matchup between uh, albums and we were left with hot in the shade and carnival of souls which is a really interesting matchup because neither of them get a ton of love from the kiss army Uh, and uh welcome to everyone who's joining us live michael ab sylvie uh good to see you and anyone else who is tuning in at this hour david donnelly trusty viewer see you david so excuse me um, so these albums, you know, on a given day, you know, often get a lot of derision. Yet for both of them, I have happy memories because I was living in Singapore for Hot in the Shade. And in terms of my entry point as a fan, it was a massive improvement sonically, even built on demos to Crazy Nights, which was overpolished. I thought it was a little bit more blues-based rock, um, also with some cheese you know, factor mixed in, but 15, 15 songs at the time, it was impossible to, um, to, uh, I think you so getting back to my point was, uh, you know, 15 songs was a really cool gift to be receiving at that point, though. Now we know that just because there are 80 minutes available on a CD, you don't have to put 80 minutes of music on. Right, Mark? And Carnival of Souls, very much a similar thing. 12 songs leaked first as a bootleg, and then it was finally properly released. Um you know, so what are your guys' memories? I'll go to Lonnie last while he hopefully sorts out his internet connection. But Ken, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, how um, the shade? Let's see. I wasn't living in Singapore. <laughs> I was in California, and I'm still in California. Um, yeah, it was. You know, every new album for Kiss at the time was, you know, just a blessing. I guess you, could, <laughs> you know, uh, getting new music. Um, uh, yeah, it was kind of underproduced kind of album, and. Uh, but it had some good songs on there. Still had some good songs on, and like you said, there's some cheese and, and stuff like that. And then, the, then later on, the uh, you know Carnival of Souls, uh, that was nice to at least finally get this album, canned album that you know they weren't going to put out, and it finally did come out. Um, and uh, that was kind of exciting. Um, I remember going to the record store and getting that on the you know day it came out. They were actually playing it in the store. When I walked in, 
I was so surprised that they were doing that. Uh, but yeah, there's it's always always good and you know it's, it's good times. I don't have any bad memories around these albums at all. Yeah, you know, Carnival Cells, that was actually, I, I did PR for that, you know, just early days of the mm. desolate landscape of the Wild West of the web. So nothing spectacular. Let's not be overly impressed by me saying that. But, you know, I, I gave out CDs, uh, sets of remasters and posters, which I regret not saving one for myself uh, at the time. Mark, what about you? Obviously, um, Canada. Yeah. You know, your entry point for both of these and how they uh, kind of held up for you. Actually, it's funny because when uh, Hot in the Shade came out, I remember I was introduced to it because on Much Music they were playing uh, Hide Your Heart on Much Music. And I was like, oh, and I thought it was a pretty good song. So I, I thought, you know, it was a optimistic start to things. Uh, then me and my friend got the album and I remember we both kind of looked at each other by the time we got to like song 12, which I don't remember what song 12 is. And let me just refer to my notes here. I think I song 12. <laughs> Look at your CD you had out there. Yeah, you love to hate me. By the time oh. we got to that, we were already oh, like, kind of like this. This album isn't over yet. Like we were like, "Fuck, this is too long, man." And it, there wasn't too many good songs in there. Like you know, read my body. We were already kind of rolling our eyes and stuff like that. Uh, so, it's look, it, it's a it's a record that could have been better if it was shorter, you know. Uh, and other other than that, I agree with you that it, it was better in the sense that it was more blues based and not such a overly polished album as crazy nights uh the funny thing is carnival of souls uh i i actually have better memories of that because my friend ted he had a, a, a an illegal copy of it from from a while back when it leaked and we remember we were listening to it and we were like wow this is actually pretty good you know because we were so loving the revenge stuff that we thought this was a little bit of a continuation we did kind of clue into the kind of grunginess of it. we were like oh it's a little bit you know kind of a little bit of a sellout being so grungy but it was still heavy so we were we were yeah. digging it still so but it but it ended up being one of those records where i think after side a if you could look at it that way like the first couple of songs uh it starts going downhill like once it gets past like you know jungle and stuff like that they start sort of like eh, it's not getting as good anymore it's starting to get weaker as this as the album went on and that's my opinion yep so, uh, Daniel, what about you for uh, up north? Yeah, Heart in the Shade really was totally under the radar over here. You know, they 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 went through Europe on the Crazy Nights tour. It wasn't really successful, and Crazy Nights was kind of successful in 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 England, but not over here. And Heart in the in the Shade did nothing over here. Uh, so I I guess did nothing I, anywhere. Nah, that's probably true. <laughs> However, forever did something in 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 the states at least. But it was a paper hit. That. Don't forget that. Don't don't trigger yeah. Stinksy. No, that's true. But uh, so I I remember noticing that it was released in you know that Swedish magazine Kiss. Uh, no, not Kiss. Okay, you know, okay, the 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 pretty famous music magazine that was huge over here in Sweden. Um, so I read an article about the album. I didn't even know it had been released. So uh, and then I got a hold of it, and uh, I never really liked it. There were a few songs, but uh, as a whole, it didn't do anything for me. So I, I kind of strayed away from from Kiss for a few years there before Revenge. And then when Carnival of Souls was released, I had my 
mm, hopes up real high uh, because I kind of like the sound of revenge. But as you guys, I got a hold of of a bootleg of the record before I got the official one and listened to that one, and really didn't. I was a bit disappointed. I remember being kind of hyped up when when I saw that "Kiss My Ass" video when he showed the cover of of the head, the the, mm. the initial cover, and I, that like I was really anticipating the album. Yeah. yeah. With the, the yeah. super head and a fire uh, or yeah. everything, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then when when it came out, it was kind of huh, okay, uh, a picture of the band, but I guess <laughs> they just you know a picture of the band, the studio looking you know kind of sad. It was a throwaway, sad. just a throwaway. Yeah, yeah it was just a throwaway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but, but, but I do appreciate jungle. Yeah. yeah, I do appreciate the playing yeah. on the album. I think it's a, a well thought out album, and they. It was kind of I don't know how you say it, streamlined. It, it felt like it felt like it, like it, they had a purpose. They they had an idea, and it works as a whole. Uh, on the contrary, when it comes to Hot in the Shade, it, it, it's like a mishmash of everything. So if I would pick one of the albums, I would surely pick uh, Carnival of Souls. Interesting. And, you know, I was trying to interrupt you with the service Jungle as an edit to radio, which did very well on the oh, well, there, yeah. yeah, it didn't cross over onto the, you know, the, the popular charts, but it did very well within its demographic. Wow. And Master and Slave also did very well also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I remember reading that. Yep. So Lonnie's working on his uh, <laughs> connection. Hopefully he'll be able to pop back in. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. this is going to be... You know, 12 matchups. So, why don't we just jump straight in? Way it works. Cool. Songs are put into random cups. Well, not random cups, but into their respective cups. Mm-hmm. And then we pick one each. And that's how it goes. So, we don't know what the matchups are. It's not like <coughs> Carnival of Souls against um, Hot in the Shade. It's the songs of both albums going randomly against one another. And we'll see which ones move on. So, here we go. First pick. Can't even remember which one I took that out. Oh, excuse me. What the hell? <laughs> what? Is that you, Mark? <laughs> That's when you, you look to your side and say, Shadow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shadow, what That's the hell? All right, so this is actually good because first song up is I Walk Alone from Carnival of Souls. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. And it's oh, going to go up against... Uh, please be read my body. Oh, this is, this is tough. Bruce versus Eric. Little Caesar. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. That's an interesting matchup to start off with. But so, Ken, let's go with you. Little Caesar or I Walk Alone? Yeah. I, yeah. Little Caesar for me. I think it's, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's not the, the greatest song on Hot, hot, you know, hot in the Shade, but uh, I Walk Alone. I really don't like that song. I just, it's true. I don't know what it is, but it's it's missing something. So, Little Caesar for me. All right, Mark, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, as much as I can kind of see what Bruce is trying to do and trying to be all, you know, interesting with the backwards music in the middle section and stuff like that, and they're trying to be all cool and stuff. It's just a terrible song. I don't really like it. But, you know, to, to Little Caesar, too, I mean, my friend... Ted, the guy I was talking about earlier, he he just he couldn't stand it. He goes, no song should have the word Caesar. And I can't help but thinking of like Caesar salad or bloody Caesar to drink. He goes, you should never have Caesar as a title for a song. So he hated that song, but it's definitely a better song. So I'll go with uh, Little Caesar. 
Okay, Daniel. Little Caesar, isn't that some sort of gangster from the thirties or something? Little Caesar. <laughs> That's what I thought when. Well, I like went they're referring this. to Caesar, like the like the guy from Roman Roman times, yeah, but yeah, referring yeah. that he's like a kind of you know miniature oh, yeah. version of him, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I walk alone. I think it's a cool thing that Bruce um, got the chance to do a lead vocal, especially on that album. He, I think he had like nine or ten co. <clears throat> he co-wrote nine or ten songs on that album, so, so I, I think he, he deserved to do a lead vocal. And I kind of—I I was so surprised that he wanted to do it because he almost never sang even backup vocals live. So I think it's cool that he did it, but uh, a... as a song, it, it just don't work. <laughs> Little Caesar is a bit better, but I always—I um, was kind of disappointed that they didn't do anything with uh, "Eyes of Love" that Eric Carr wrote. I think I think that yeah. was a much better song, and, and I, it was. Uh, I, I would like. I would have liked to see that one on the album. Little Caesar. It's okay. It's not a great song, but it's better than I Walk Alone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's unanimous without me having to vote. But I'd be Little Caesar. Sorry, mm -hmm. I have not liked I Walk Alone since day one hearing it um nothing has changed my opinion on that, and I, I'm just glad. Well, well, Bruce got a lead vocal. Yeah, uh, on a yeah. on a Kiss album, but his vocals, you know, the BK three, he was you know much better as a vocalist yeah. on the limited songs and bringing back in, but he's not a lead vocalist by any no. stretch. He's uh, not even a Joe Perry lead vocalist. Mm. So, yeah. all right, Little Caesar moves on, and I walk alone. Goes in the can. Do the talking. Actually, it looked pretty mixed out there. We actually had some people. Uh, yeah. You know, backing both songs. So, all right, this next pick is going to come out of the Hot in the Shade jar. The Street Giveth and the Street Taketh Away, featuring Tommy Thayer on acoustic guitar buried in the mix. That's great, Cecil. And that's going up against. I had to get all the way to the end to read the title, so you can take a take a pick. Hate. Hate oh. versus the street. Gene against himself. Oh. This wow. this is actually, well, it's not that difficult, actually, for me. So no. we'll start with Daniel. Um, I'll go hate for this one. <clears throat> Was it Street Giveth, the other one? Yeah. Correct. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, an okay song. You know, it's an okay Gene song. Um. But uh, Hate to me is a really good song. I always liked Hate. I think one of my favorites off of that album. Um, I'm not in love with the drum pattern, you know. I prefer something more, a bit more straightforward. Uh, it's kind of a sister song to Unholy. It, it almost feels like he was trying to recreate Unholy and almost succeeding. Uh, I think it's it, it's a great song. Um Kind of like the solo, the the distorted thing he did there, Bruce, and uh, uh, it's a dark song. It's it's a, it's a good um, first song on the album. I mean, it sets the tone, the the, the darkness, the sinister, the mean gene is still there after unholy. So uh, I'll go hate. I, I think hate is probably one of my one or. Maybe my second favorite on the album. Yeah. All right, Mark. What about you? Uh, it's funny you said Mean Gene. I can't help think of a uh, wrestling. 
Me and Gene Okerlund. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember that guy yeah. with the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, funny. Uh, Street giveth. Uh, it sounds like his attempt of a poor version of a Cinderella song with that whole acoustic beginning there, and you know how it all starts. It sort of reminds me of something off of Long Cold Winter, but uh, it, it's nowhere near as good as that. Uh, and plus, it sounds like they're using a drum machine on this song. I, I don't think there's a single oh, tom but... fill in that whole song. I mean, I, just, I, I did a quick review, listen to it, and it was just like, there's, there's no toms in this. Like, what the hell's going on? So I think it's one of those drum machine situations. And really, the only reason why I'm talking about this song so much is because hate is just kills this song, in my opinion. I, I love the way it starts off. It's uh, so got the nice feedback. It's a nice, heavy riff, and it suits Gene's voice perfectly. It's hate all the way. totally crushes Street Giveth. Okay, two for hate, two haters. Ken? <laughs> I love hate. Yeah, that's that, that one works for me. That's much better than uh, the other song. So, of those two Gene songs, yeah, it's more like revenge style, heavy rock, good stuff. Um, yeah, it's one of the be best songs on the album. So, hate, so hate. Okay, well that makes it unanimous. Uh, I am easy. I am a street giveth. Yeah. Giveth. Really? Like, oh my melodic, lord! Melodic, <laughs> melodic so gene, melodic gene. Well, yeah. and it, it's it's really kind of a different vibe. It is maybe because it is that more late '80s kind of mm -hmm. throwaway, vanilla, catchy song, yeah. and I've just always liked it. I, you know, from day one. Whereas hate. I did not like from day one. I think it's a decent song now that it's grown on me. One thing I do think about Carnival of Souls is that it should have kind of followed the alternative music scene in its song naming convention. And every song should have just been a single word like hate. So you mm. just have hate, rain, slave, childhood, <laughs> there, jungle, head, seduction, away, seduction confess, head. mirror, and alone. You know, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, and then they then they totally be following the uh, kind of how everything goes. All right, Follow so the box the street, set. The street giveth doesn't win. That's okay. At least I gave a look, Tommy. Next up is King of Hearts. <laughs> oh boy! If anyone needs any sugar for their coffee? And here it is, King of it. Hearts up against. Seduction. Mm. Gene versus Gene. A good Gene attitude versus Paul making who who co-wrote King of Hearts. Is that uh Desmond? Can't remember. Mm. All right. Let's start with uh Mark. Sorry, I had to just uh yeah, I heard you. I just have to turn my mic back up. Um yeah, so again. This, this is one of those songs where I had to refresh myself on how this song actually goes. Uh, but interestingly enough, I think this is going to be my first hot in the shade vote because I don't really mind this song. I, I think the guitar at the top is, you know, kind of cool. That do, 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 do thing he does on the guitar. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those kind of 80 songs that I don't mind. It reminds me of uh, kind of one of my better periods of the, 
80s memories when I think of that song. And uh, Seduction, I don't know, that to me just seems kind of, I don't know, there's nothing too memorable in that song for me personally. I, I think it's kind of dull in my opinion. So I, I'm going with uh, I'm going with that. So All right. King of Hearts. Ken. Ken, Mark says Gene is dull. <laughs> no, I like that. That's a such a different song for Gene. Um, it's unique. I like the whole mood of it. The mood of the song is really cool. Um, and then the just the, the slow, uh, you know, guitar throughout the the song is so good on that. So, yeah, I have to go with "Seduction of the Innocent." I, that's one of my favorite songs on on Carnival oh, Souls. Okay. One of my favorite songs, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really, really good. I enjoy it. Blue Racer says it's mesmerizing. So there we go. It is, Daniel. Mm -hmm. I think Ken um, said something really inter interesting. It's unique. It, it's it's certainly a very unusual Kiss song. Uh, I think the lyrics fits the the overall theme of 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 the song and the feel of the music. You know, the padre looks well fed. Uh, he goes like against <laughs> the church. I always like that. You know, uh, uh, over here we're pretty well. Uh, church is not. You know, church and state should be separated. I, I won't go political on your your ass now, but, but you might get banned. That's the thing that I, I have a hard time coping with at times when we, yeah. However, I will leave that. <laughs> but production of innocent, I truly love uh, the lyrics, and it's unusual. It has a cool vibe. I agree with Ken. It's it, there's something in that song that's pretty cool and unusual. King of Hearts. Hmm. It's a good Paul song. Uh, I, I think it's a, you know, middle of, of the pack kiss song. But just for the fact that Seduction of the Innocent is so unusual. And I can't think of any other song in the kiss catalog that reminds me of that one. I have actually to go against Paul and I have to go with Gene on this one. That's a shame. Wow. I, you have I, a I, draw. Get a tie. Well, no, we don't, because I'm going with seduction on this for one okay. simple reason. While I find it a bit plodding, I do like its vibe. And my biggest criticism of King of Hearts, as much and it was Vinnie Poncia, um, is that it's the same as I'll fight hell to hold you in that Pope Paul's mm. vocal is just too damn high. And if he down-tuned it slightly, it would be more of a rock song, and it may lose a bit of that pop, which Poncia is responsible for, but it's just way too high vocally. It's a really damn good song, a well-crafted yeah. song and all that jazz, but I'm going with Gene for this one. Um, all right. So King of Hearts is out of here. How are we doing? We have uh, two Carnival of Soul songs, people. Okay. So far. <laughs> I saw one comment on the FAQ that there's a lot of hate for cause from us. No, not really. Uh, I don't let's, think so. may not be our favorite we, album, but you know. yeah, let's see how we do on this one. A lot of good songs. I, I will be there. So with its mm -hmm. new title of just there. I will be there. <laughs> okay. It's going to go up against. Mm. It's not, that's a nice song. I will be there. Yeah. 
against Cadillac Dreams. <laughs> All right. This, this is a cool matchup, actually. Um, let's see. Who are we starting? Oh, we start with me. Cadillac Dreams versus I Will Be There. Um, Cadillac Dreams. I'm, I'm going Gene on this one simply because it represents the dream of going to a new country, which I share with Gene Simmons as an immigrant. Um, I will be there is a beautiful sentiment to a a newborn. I also share that with Paul, Um, but I just got to go with the the one that's been with me longer. That's going to a new country. (laughs) So uh, uh, Cadillac dreams for me, Ken. It's good to, I used to like Cadillac Dreams a lot more than I do now listening to today. Um, but I always liked I Will Be There. I think it's, yeah, it is a beautiful song uh, for a you know, like son. Um, it's just really, really well written and then well sung song. And I enjoy it, you know, every time I hear it. So I Will Be There will be the song for me. All right. Mark. <laughs> um. You know, normally I love going with Paul in his stuff because I think he's, you know, more my style of a singer-songwriter. But in Cadillac Dreams is not exactly a fantastic song. Another drum machine thing here again. And the chorus is kind of cheesy in this song too. But I I, I don't know. There's something about I Will Be There. I I know that this is going to sound like I'm, you know, I'm a hater of babies or something like that. But I... I, I don't care if it's written about his young kid. I still think it's a very, you know, C version of Forever. You know, it's, it's not anywhere near as good as Forever, in my opinion, this song. So I, I'm going to go with Cadillac Dreams. I think it's more, you know, I, it's more believable to me. I, I think, that you know, Cadillac Dreams is something that Gene would actually sing about. The music sounds like something that That's he would true. write, you know, but. You know, I will be there. Just so sappy too, and just seeing Eric Carr with the, I'm sorry, Eric Singer with those congas, like in that video, is like, give me a break. Anyways, yeah. So Christmas has a, a nice comment about it. Thinks that it's as close as a sincere song as Gene had written since I. Brilliant track about yeah. those horns. So <laughs> it's nice. You know, there hasn't been a lot of love. I will be there is winning in the uh, the comment section. So Daniel. I think I Will Be There is a pretty cool ballad, sort of reminiscent of that old Rolling Stone song, Wild Horses. Mm. Um, I also like Bruce's solo. I'm surprised Mark didn't pick up on that one. Um, It's kind of in the vein of the Forever solo, just a great solo. Uh, Pretty honest lyrics as well, for once. Uh, I don't care much about the strings, but I would have liked to see it, you know, on MTV Unplugged. I think it could have been a cool song if they have done it on MTV Unplugged. Um, uh, and it certainly is better than the one that Tommy Lee did for his song, <laughs> Brandon, on Brandon. one of the, mo- on one of the Monty Crew albums. Oh, God, our generation and, 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 and the thing is that didn't he get God. knocked out by Brandon live on the internet, I think, a few like a year or two back <laughs> so um so much for for that tribute to his son uh, so so, so uh, Cadillac dreams for me it's just pure crap so i'll go with i will be there you have it 
I'll be there. And since Lonnie's not here to break the tie, we're going to go to the audience. And I count one, two, three. Three, I will be theirs. And two, Cadillacs, I will be there. Moves on. Ooh. Ooh, Give it to the hair. people here. You people suck. People you, people. Suck. you people. Wow. <laughs> I will uh -oh. be there. God. Mark's about to go insurrection and deny the vote. All right. Uh, here we go. Trethanona ma? Maha, I can't do my Gaelic because I don't even know so much Maha. <laughs> and there I go, bro. There we go. All right. So next one up is I confess versus. I confess. Silver spoon. <laughs> this will be mm. easy. I already know where this. Uh, I don't think so. This should go. Um, Ken, let's start with you. Yeah, silver spoon. I do not. I really like that one. Um, and I confess is, is not my favorite one, uh, though it's, it's one of the better ones of Gene um, uh, Carmel Souls. I'm going to have to go with I Confess. I think that's a better song. Well, I enjoy it more. You're not surprised at first. I'm not surprised. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Daniel. Lean Gene. Are you, you going to surprise me? Lean Mean Gene. Um, I think it's a pretty close one. Um yeah, that, that intro is uh, kind of cool, uh, but uh, I think uh, the Carnival of Souls uh, track is a bit better. Uh, um, I confess, once again, uh, thought-out theme for the, for the song. Kind of like the lyrics. I think Gene's lyrics on Carnival of Souls are pretty good for once. It's not like animalized lyrics or or something like that where he yeah. just put everything in the mixer and something came out but um so i i, I think um, towards the end i don't like i confess i remember it it kind of slows down and repeats itself towards the end but as a song i confess i'll i'll take that over the heart in the shade song so i confess for me well, he had a little bit of help on I Confess by Ken Tamplin, who is a Christian rocker. So he yeah. brought some uh, of that. Have you seen his... his, uh, his um, Local Academy? Yeah. Yes. Kind of cool. He, he, he mimics certain artists and, and uh, <laughs> does a pretty good job at it. And he teaches vocal technique and then has yep. some of his students doing some songs in the style of the artist that they're covering. So, all right. So, uh, Mark, <laughs> I Confess or Silver Spoon? Uh, believe it or not, this is a bit of a difficult one, uh, mainly because I think they're both terrible songs. Uh, so, uh, which one is the terrible. least terrible song? They all, they all suck. I hope they yeah. all lose. They all lose <laughs> because Sil Silver Spoon, Silver Spoon is kind of tacky because of the whole gospel women singing along there. It's like, uh, you know, like really... How much? How how much? How much more tacky can we get than that? And then Ace had had, had female vocalists on his album. It was kind of cool. What's that? You know, on the solo albums, they also had the female vocalists. I didn't like it either. Then you didn't like that either. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but you know, I confess, you know, it's Gene trying to be Mister, you know, Mister Grunge with the cellos and all that stuff going on and the brooding singing. It's like. Ugh. You know, I, I like Paul's whole opinion of that album. It's like, how can how can we be taken seriously? We're millionaires and we're talking about things that, you know, poor people would talk about. It's like, come on. So I, I don't know. I'm going to throw this kind of like 
heads or tails, I'm going to go with Silver Spoon because I still like Paul better as a singer overall. So I'm going to go with Silver Spoon. All right, this is a no-brainer for me, I confess. Mm -hmm. I confess is a, I, I just really dig it. I, I dig its cello vibe because it is that makes it very unusual. I like the gospel chorus and Silver Spoon, don't get me wrong, but it's, again, it's one that is just a little bit too much in a dog whistle realm vocally. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but I That's confess his era, it, man. That's his, everything yeah, would be like that. I know it's his error. And uh, do you mean E-R-R-O-R -R -R as in mistake or error as? <laughs> no, I mean, no, 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 yeah. like, like era. Like, you know, that, that's what he's been doing. He did that that error. whole time. I mean, the, the only thing that I don't like about that record is it just doesn't look at the same reason why I don't like Destroyer is the same reason why I don't like that song. It just doesn't sound like Kiss to me. That's all. Well, the whole the whole album. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. That, that, that's actually why it's like a speed bump in the Kiss catalog. Um, that gives it value. Every so. Kiss album sounds different for the most part. We're not listening to we're not doing the ACDC deathmatch. Okay, but, no, I mean, no. but I mean, look, there's a lot of albums that are believable still in their catalog. I do know what you're saying. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. Rise your heart. No, hide your heart. <laughs> yeah, that's not that again. And my buddy James will never let me live that one down. So funny when he uh, was in Miami for the cruise, brought all these books for me to sign. And like, you have to write Rise Your Heart in every single one of them. <laughs> awesome. All right. And it's going to go up against Childhood's End. Oh, boy. Ooh. Mm. Actually, two very good songs here again. So I don't think this is going to be all cut and dried in terms of which one wins who's up next um i'm gonna start with you mark yeah you know what the, honestly this for as much as i said this album these albums suck uh these these two songs actually are probably the ones that i like the most off of each of them to be honest uh i really do like uh hide your heart like i said it was the song that introduced me to this album and childhood's end when i first heard it the first time i actually thought it was actually interesting that that to me was an interesting gene song i thought oh, this is this is interesting uh the the, the only thing that's going to make me not vote for childhood's end is the children thing at the end again it reminds me of destroyer yeah. and the whole thing when he brings in the kids on yeah. you know god of thunder and all that stuff it's like and also in great expectations and shit like that so i'm gonna go so you are a child hater. hater because I am a child gone after hater. I will be there, okay. and now you're going after the kids on, on Destroyer. Children okay. should be removed from the plant. No, I'm just <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> Lon is back. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. uh, I mean, yeah, the wow yeah, thing, I, you know. Yeah. You're too oh. slow, Julian. Come on now. <laughs> slow. I had two beers last night. I'm worse for wear. I've been up since four working on the air. Maybe you need a few more. <laughs> All right, so childhoods for Mark. All right, Daniel. No, hide your heart is for me. Oh, you shit! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my lord! I Julian Math. <laughs> yeah, Julian Math. I will. I, I will make the thing win, either by bots or by crooks. All so, right, Daniel. So, so it's hide your heart. It's not rise to it against uh, childhood. Right. It's hide your heart. It is hide your heart. Hide your heart. Hide, hide your heart. Okay, hide yeah. your heart. Uh, childhood sense is a pretty cool. Uh, it's a pretty cool song. Uh, one of the few choruses from that album that really sticks. Mm, and I do like the Bruce Kulick solo on that one. Uh, and Mark is, of course, right. The outro and the, the child choir is too much, really. 
so um but hide your heart is almost a perfect song to me i really dig that one i think it's a great one and i do like the video even though it's kind of you know cheesy with, with being on a rooftop and playing it's been done so many times but i remember seeing that video it was quite you know high rotation uh, on mtv over here or whatever wherever i saw it I, I remember seeing it quite a few times a few years after it was released actually it's, it, it stuck sort of in, in the rotation so uh i watched that video and the song grew on me and i like the i like the street theme you know uh great vocals from paul of course and a great chorus but I do remember watching that video from Detroit 1990. I think it was the first night. They did two nights in, in Detroit a few months apart. But uh, uh, I remember seeing... <laughs> Mark! Sorry. Mark is at the barfing again. <laughs> Without drinking any beer, you bar... <laughs> what did you eat? Well, you, you have to go and get that checked out, Mark. There's something wrong with you. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> What was my point? Yeah, you know, the live version of Hide Your Heart on both those Detroit concerts, just awesome. Just awesome. So Hide Your Heart is just a great song. And I think it's one of Paul's favorites. So Hide, hide Your Heart for me. Okay. All right, Ken. <coughs> yeah, I'm kind of... Are you going to go with Team Gene? Are you going to go... I'm on the fence on this. Well, Chris no, I'm, I'm a... gave it the perfect description, the Stantham. Yeah, the first time I heard this was, uh, I have a good memory of that, of hearing it when Paul Stanley played it on the solo tour um, in 89, live. Um, that was the very first time I heard that song. I thought, man, that song's a good song. It's like, I hope that's on the you know album. So, uh, yeah, you know, I like both. But uh, the only thing that bothers me about Hide Your Heart, even though I, I just don't believe it when Paul Stanley is telling a story like that. I just, I just don't believe Tito and all that stuff. On yeah. Come on now. Um, but a, having said that, he, he has experience with the car wash guys. Man, yeah, there you, go. there you go. That's true. Um, I'll have to go with Hide Your Heart. Um, yeah, it's 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 a little bit better than the other one. I do like the Gene song though, but uh, Hide Your Heart works. Yeah, it's catchy as hell. You know, I yeah. Stamp them. I'm I'm going to borrow that. Um, I remember just being really happy in England that it came as a red vinyl seven inch single. So oh, just wow. because it was a cool um, yeah. seven inch single, but childhood's end is really a good yeah. song, but it, it isn't believable in terms of its story. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it's like what, what connection to any of that shit does Gene have? Exactly. And, yeah. So where Paul doesn't have any connection with Tito, um and the gangs of la I think of the jackson five watch, when though. i hear tito jackson five well <laughs> all right so childhood's end gets the booze and we had some um folks in the chat mentioning obviously it was covered by ace it was covered by robin beck molly hatchet mm -hmm. um yeah bonnie Raitt. you said that yeah no not bonnie Raitt. yeah do it bonnie yes, tyler oh by Tyler. sorry the other bonnie the other bonnie yeah all right. right, here we go. Where where's that comment? Where is it? I'm going up the list to find this because <laughs> you bring this on us, Tommy. This is, 
We get to blame Tommy. Read <laughs> my body. Ever. Oh, Tommy. My Elvis Tommy. Yep. I think I think we'll be happy that this one doesn't get a free pass into the next round because of the imbalance <laughs> between 12 yes. songs versus 15. So it's not taking up any oxygen later. All right. So hide your heart one. Uh, and this is going to be read my body versus. versus. Oh, fucking hell. Jungle. All right. Let's oh. do that. We can probably do this one pretty quickly. Daniel. Yeah. yeah, you know, this is going to be jungle. But I do have to mention that I kind of like the the riff on uh, on on uh, what's the name? <laughs> what's the name of that? Read song? my body. Read my body. I did a little 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 bow bow bow. Even though it's a Def Leppard rip rip off, maybe I do like that riff. I don't think it's the wor worst song ever that some of the other guys might think. Uh, I think it's okay, uh, but against the other one, it, it doesn't stand a chance. So I go with a Carnival Souls song. All right, Ken. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jungle, obviously, uh, great song. That's that's probably my favorite Paul Stanley song on Carnival of Souls. Yeah, it's my favorite so, for sure. song on Carnival of Souls. Mark. What? Well, I mean, both of these songs have problems, but uh, I mean, the one I didn't realize that Tito Puente was a guest musician on "Read My Body" at the beginning of all that percussion. So Latin, and you know, I I just found that a little off-putting at first when I heard all that cowbelling and stuff like that, you know. But Jungle also, you know, while it is a good song. It's just way too long at the end. It drags on and on and on and on and on at the end. Like they could have easily Wait a cut, minute. Two, Hold cut it. two minutes you off of that like song. You like long songs. You said that like a week ago. I do, ago. but they have to have come something in now. them. I mean, yeah, but it's oh, the same shit on. over and over again. At least with the nah, long songs that I like, there's good. like changes and there's different things going on. And, you know, this is the same thing over and over. So, uh, as much as as much as I'd love to vote for Read My Body just to be controversial, I can't do it with any sort of you know honesty. So I'm going to go with Jungle. Okay, Ken, did I get you yet? I can't remember. Losing Jungle. Me. Losing. Jungle. Yeah, he jungle. said Jungle right away. All right, so it's already you. Welcome to the Jungle. But yes, too many my, Tito's. Read it. Read My Body yeah, is the Carlson dance of the Kiss catalog. It's too many <laughs> Tito's. Tito's. All right, so jungle goes through, and when I said def, um, deep purple, you fool no one has a very similar bass riff to it. Someone's um, getting a phone call. Blondie, <laughs> Blondie's calling. Blondie is using. You're gonna do it over the phone. Worst. It's my it's my phone, and it's always scammers. So okay, there's oh, no technology allowed in here to block it. All right, prisoner of love, another cool song in my view. He's going to go up against yeah. another short title in the mirror. Mirror. Mm, that's Sorry, my favorite. Tar Tarzan moment for anyone old enough to remember. All right. Well, let's start with you, Daniel. Yeah. I just have to say that uh, in the mirror is my, my favorite off of the. Uh, Carnival of Souls. Um, I like the way he sings it. Um, you know, 
often I, I tend to like faster songs like King of the Mountain, I've had enough, and, and so on. And this is a fast song, cool riff. I like the drums, simple rocker. Uh, and I, it kind of reminded me of, you know, Lover All I Can from Dress to Kill. The drummer gets some spots during the the song, and, and Eric Singer gets to to show off his his skills. I like that. I like the good ending, and the main riff is pretty similar to "I Love Her All I Can." So, uh, and I and I do like how Eric Singer is playing this one. It kind of reminds me of Eric Carr to a certain mm. extent, um, because if you listen to like. Hate. I don't like what he's playing on that one. He's trying to be very, you know, trying to come up with things and, and being odd and, and, and playing in different ways. On this one, he's going straight rocker and keeping it simple. And Take a Look in the Mirror is, to me, you know, a pretty good rocker, even though the lyrics are kind of, you know, not my favorite. But, but, but as a song... If you listen to to the instruments, the vocals, this is just a great, great song. I wish it, uh, they would have played it live, but unfortunately, that will never happen. But I go with "Take a Look in the Mirror." All right, Ken. In the mirror versus what was the other one? I can't Prisoner of Love. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Prisoner of Love. Because I, I really don't like in the mirror. I just there. something, I just don't. Uh, you have to go and it. listen to it again. So I don't think the other song is that great either. So um, it's a toss up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Gene the benefit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. we got a battle then, Mark. Oh my. Well, once once again, and and for just for Michael there, I, I am not hungry, so and I and I feel quite myself today. So, uh, it's just that these records suck, so I, I can't be too happy. Wow. About it. So, uh, kiss family. Um, the, this a prisoner of love, while it's kind of upbeat and stuff like that, it kind of has this kind of like kind of feel to it, which I was kind of like. It's a shuffle. It, it's it's. It's too happy. I mean, come on. I don't. I don't. I don't really dig it. I mean, for Gene, I, I I always imagine something a little bit more menacing, and that's far from it. And you know, and then the the, the in the mirror, it, it's it's decent, but but again, it's just. I I think Paul could have did a better job in the chorus. Take a look in the mirror. It's just he. This is Paul Stanley. I mean, he would have thought of something yeah. much better than that. I thought before so you know what to show tribute to my good buddy daniel i'm gonna go with in the mirror okay? thank you because i because me and him are usually mano a mano <laughs> on these buddy. things so we're, we're gonna i'm gonna go with in the mirror in this one i like them both equally or which is to say not much so i'm gonna go with with daniel this time this is a really tough matchup for me because mm -hmm. i like both songs a lot i really like prisoner of love um but mirror takes it because that riff is really cool. And I think it's one of the examples where Paul's writing in this vein uh, and it's much more convincing. And musically, the song's just really cool. I mean, so. It, I know it was Michael. I know. <laughs> this uh, episode is sponsored by Snickers. So In the Mirror <laughs> is going through and Prisoner of Love is yes. not. 
Thank you. Carnival of Souls is doing. Well, then again, it is yeah, up against Hogan on the show. That's surprising. Really? Mm-hmm. Not really. But here we go. All right. Next matchup is going to be Boomerang. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me discard that real quickly. <laughs> against. It never goes away. All oh. right, this is a, this oh, is a man. I don't know now. Personally, I, I find this one to be a bottom of the barrel knife yep. fight. Definitely. So, uh, oh my gosh. Mark, let's start with you. Uh, isn't there another? Isn't this a great example of what I was just saying a minute ago? How terrible things are on these records. This is a great example of it right here. Boomerang is absolute crud bottom of the barrel crap the good thing about the best thing about this song is that it's at the very end of the album i never really get to it ever so i never need to listen to it very much and it never goes away never seems to stop i i i i I can't (laughs) stand the way that he sings this song it never goes away oh come on come on paul you guys you guys are rich you have a good life you sleep with like 10 women a night you know give me a break man what are you all depressed Don't about we all? You know? you know? <laughs> like fuck man why, why are they so upset about shit like come on so again this is going to be a difficult sort of pick for me because they they both have their things that are terrible about it all right but... say something nice about each one <laughs> oh okay. that's a challenge <laughs> that's a challenge uh, I don't know. I guess there's a. It has double. A boomerang has double kick, which is something that we don't have very much of on Hot of the Shade. So yeah, there, there you go. Uh, and ne- never goes away has at least a sort of interesting guitar tone in there with that effect on it. So I, that's kind of okay, I guess. So I don't know. I, I but in good conscience, I can't. I just can't pick boomerang as much as the other one sucks too. So. Uh, yeah, it never goes away. I'm going to have to pick that. Mm. All right, Ken. I'm going to go with Boomerang. <laughs> oh. um, because I, it never goes away. It's probably, well, second to least favorite on that. I say favorite, you know. Um, but I wish that song would, would go away because I do <laughs> not like that song. So Boomerang for me, Julian. Okay. I like the effort at least daniel i think it's kind of impressive how you can take the most classic black sabbath rip riff rip it off and then fail so miserably make it work i I think it's just (laughs) embarrassing awesome that they managed to do that with that song (laughs) but 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 on the other hand boomerang uh that's not a good song either uh, I think both these songs would end up last on on the albums for me. So <laughs> it's really a toss up. So um, I think I'll go. I, I'll go with the Paul Stanley song just because uh, I think I, I like that album better than Hard in the Shade. So I'll go with Never. But but they are both terrible. Okay, we've got two Nevers, and I'm Boomerang. Because it's oh, less no. bad, it's less bad than the turgid morass of <laughs> depression, which is it never goes away, <laughs> and it's and it's yeah. just 
it is taking a Black Sabbath. Well, not even a Black Sabbath riff, because that's an insult to Black Sabbath riffs. Even some of their even some Cri- of their bad songs. Crispin has made a good point. <laughs> Just throw them both in the trash. Yes. Can we do that? Can we just throw them both in the that, trash, right? Julian? Can we just? Sadly, no. That's not how this works. But uh, we've got a tie, so let's go okay. to the board. And those who've already voted is Boomerang, 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 yeah, Blue, Pil- Boomerang. Blue Pill Blues. Boomerang is going to go forward. So, oh my lord, Kiss fans don't want a bunch of downer songs. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. Exactly. That is it. This is a party band that doesn't have band that doesn't party. It's hilarious. Well, Lon has officially given up, I think. Well, technical issues. Yep. All right. In my head. Well, in That's my head. Termites. Hmm. In my head. Dreams of contracts is going to go up again. In my head versus forever. <laughs> well, okay. there you have it. Daniel? I think, yeah, In My Head is an interesting song, but somehow it really doesn't work for me. I think the bass and the drums are so monotonous. I mean, mm. it starts off and you think, this is going to be something real cool, <laughs> but then nothing happens. And I do like the dark lyrics. You know, it sounds like some nutcase describing his inner feelings. Uh, and uh, it fits the theme of the record. But, but nothing really happens. And I, I can't get a hold of the, of the drum pattern. It just seems frustrated. I, I just get frustrated listening to that. So, uh, and of course, forever. I mean, forever has been played on how many weddings do you think? Thousands, maybe at least hundreds, um, and that tells you something. It's a great song if you like that sappy stuff, you know. Uh, and when it comes to ballads, I mean, you can't really touch forever in the Kiss catalog. Uh, of course, it's a bit syrupy, but aren't most ballads like that? Always writing one for every album, yeah, yeah. That's true. And I, I know my girlfriend, if I, I, I talk about Kiss, and I do talk about Kiss uh, a bit too much, uh, she <laughs> says, my favorite song is Forever, of course. It's kind of a girly mm-hmm. song, if you can say that, two, uh, 2023. Kind of a girly song, but it's a good song. And of course, Bruce Kulick's solo is over the top, so uh, I'll go forever. Okay, mm. nice. And I agree with crispiness. It was definitely... If they'd done an unplugged two, that was a miss. Yeah, that was a real miss. Well, yeah. sure knows something. Every time I look at you, you know that's kind of a good ballad quota on there. You know, if they'd done mm-hmm. a second one, then they could add a million to one and uh, forever. All right, Mark. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, I agree with Daniel about the fact that uh, in my head starts off with that kind of interesting introduction to the song it's kind of like oh it's, it's good and then but as soon as they kicks into it's like god it's like really guys like this is that part sucked okay and the singing is terrible it's all that dragged out singing in there it's like come on man and really forever has got to be and i'm gonna and i'm gonna say this i don't care what any of the kiss 
people think forever is the best ballad that Kiss has ever done. Better than Beth, better than Every Time I Look at You, better than any of those songs. It is the quintessential Kiss ballad. So it has to be forever. And the fact that Michael Bolton's involved with yeah. it, that, 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 yeah. that's, that's fantastic. Because that goes you, to show you that he isn't just some sappy singer. He knows how to write a good song. You do wonder how much influence he had on that song. A lot because they gave him a, they gave him fifty fifty credit. It looks like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So forever, Ken. Yeah, it's gonna be forever for me too. Thank Just God. A real, real good song. Real, really good. Yeah, I'm forever as well because it's a really good song. Um, it stands up well, and in my head is shit. It's better than best, people. <laughs> You've heard it here. In in my head is fucking atrocious. It's like one of the worst Kiss songs. <laughs> Period. It's hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah, it is hard to listen to any time for me. My opinions never changed on that. Yes, better than sure knows something. Much better. All right. Loves a slap in the face. Oh boy. <laughs> Love is a belch on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Might have another one coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Right. Master and Slave. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, well. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go first on this one. And Master and Slave by a mile. Um, great, great catchy song on that album. One of the up tempo ones. Good chorus. I've, I've always loved that song. So it, it's like no brainer. Master. Mark. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. He's doing his homework live while we're doing this show. Well, I, I, because, what's, like what's, I said that, before, what's that song sound like? I don't remember. It, it, Loves a slap like, in the face. Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. The, the, the songs on Hot in the Shade are so unmemorable. It's like, well, how does that go again? I have to quickly give like, myself like 10 seconds. But, oh, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Master and Slave. I mean, as much as it's a, not a believable song, this whole album is unbelievable. It is catchy. It is upbeat. You know, Paul singing it makes it done much better, in my opinion. And once again, the, the, you know, the, the, this this other tr- trudged song here, Love is a Slap in the Face, another drum machine thing. It is an insult to Eric Carr when they do that, in my opinion. I mean, they have a drummer who could do that beat easily blindfolded with one arm. Why would you use a fucking drum machine? Come on, guys. Uh, it just sounded like shit. Okay, so master and slave. All right, Daniel. I think it's kind of interesting that Gene always puts down I was made for loving you, you know, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That seems to be his thing nowadays. Every interviewer does that. And then what do you have in Love is Like a Slap in Your Face that he wrote? Na 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 na. It's even worse. And that, <laughs> that song is ah, you know, vanilla, middle of the road. Not the worst, but it certainly isn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, while jungle was it jungle? Yeah, no, it was jungle. Slave. Master and slave. Master and slave. I kind of you know jungle and master and slave, both great Paul songs. Master and slave is. That's a great Paul song, even though, as uh, a lot of the other songs on Carnival Souls, they could have edited a bit towards the end. And I know the one that they released for radio was 
a lot shorter than the one on, on the album. And I think that was the better version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'll go with the Carnival Souls song on this one. Easily. Right. Ken, your opinion doesn't matter, so you, you can defend Gene all you want on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't Well, If you can. Love's like a slap in the face. I'll, I'll go with love's like a slap in the face. Team Gene to the end. I like it better. Wow. If I'm going to go pick two songs to listen to, I'd rather listen to that than the Master and Slave. Yeah, Hellface. Um, yeah, it is a depre- all these matchups are depressing because every single one of them involves a <laughs> Carnival of Souls song or a Hot in the Shade song. So there's just no way around that today other than to say that this is the last matchup and then we'll see which three um, songs are going to get into the... Uh, leftover scrap the scrap scrap all right so we know this one's rain because i have to unwind it all the way to get to it and i am gonna <laughs> really that real good. But, but julian isn't it true that three Whoa. songs from heart in the shade We'll make it on to the next round. Yeah. No, because that's just the scrap scrap, the scrappy round. So it's not the next round. Oh, uh, it's not the next round. It's just oh, like the, the scrap round. Was oh. Yeah. oh, thank the all, Lord. Yeah, all those songs have to go up against one another. And I, yeah, that's that's a good idea. You love me to hate you. So June <laughs> Jet versus Seattle. All right. Mark, let's go with you. What, what was the what was the other what was song? the other one? Rain, rain. Okay. Oh, rain. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, you know I'm not going to go into a long soliloquy about these songs again because they suck. So, uh, <laughs> rain. I'm going to pick rain because the, the love me to hate you is is, is terrible too. So, and I, I I just think rain is a better song. Okay, so rain. Ken. I I do not like either of these two songs. Oh man. We talked about depressing earlier, and now it's going to rain down on me. Rain down on me. I'm going to say you love me to hate you, even though I, that one grates on me. But I, I like it. Than it's, rain. it's less grating. It is less grating. All right, Daniel. Uh, this is a hard one, but um, I think rain is a bit. Uh, I would have liked them to um, do a higher BPM. You know, it's hmm. too slow feels like it goes on forever um there's a good guitar riff somewhere in there but it's a bit too slow um i like the bridge um but um ah, i have to go with the carnival soul songs anyway because uh the other one is is even worse and it sounds so crappy rain at least sounds good kind of good but i would have liked them to have a higher bpm i think it could have been a better song so rain yeah really yeah rain yeah i go really? i'll go rain really not for me <laughs> not, not for me I, not for me either i'm i'm no, a can here and i liked you know you love me to hate you i love i hate myself for loving you by joan jess because i was really enjoying right. both of her albums uh, from the late 80s the hit list um and the one that this was off and she came to Singapore. So she was the only rock concert I got to see by Western act at when I was living oh. out there. Uh, rain just again, turgid goes on yeah, that's and on. And 
you know, it's not even something, it, it's like a therapy session where <laughs> just saying that all the world's against me, the rain keeps coming down on me. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what did we say? Kiss is a party band. Kiss yeah. is uh, uplifting, not yeah. the weight of the world on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he wasn't too positive either. But no, I think but it's, I, I just I'm just so tired of the Desmond Child titles. You know, when when he uses juxtapositioning, um, <laughs> is it called that? When you put, you know, love, hate, yeah, he uses yeah. the yeah. different. I think it's so done by this point in time, but it still does it. You love me to hate you. Oh, come on, guy! Can't you come up with something else? So we have a tie again. So let's go to the board and the and the comments. Thank you, everyone. You know, for your comments today. That makes these live yeah. shows very pleasurable to have the interaction and also your participation, especially when you're breaking ties because of Lonnie's technical issues today. So, uh, rain, love, 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 rain, uh, love, love, love goes. Looks through. like love. Love. We all like love more than rain. That's how it should be in this world. More love, less rain. Um, So so there we go. Yeah, let's see which three songs are left for those of us who can't keep track of this shit in our heads. Um, Well, the one is a no-brainer. We'll go through no matter what, I think. Yeah, so... Oh, really? Somewhere between heaven and hell gets a free pass into the scrap scrap. That's a pretty good one. And... God. The trade gets yeah. to go into the scrap. Oh. That's all right. That, that one should pass. Oh, that's a good one. And, and this one for sure should go through. You never know. Oh. Rise your heart. Rise, Rise to it. Rise to it. That, that okay. one should. All right. So that's, that's Worst opener three. ever. Those three have gone into the White Cup. Yeah, I hope. Greatest. I'll have to check all that before we uh, go into the bonus rounds. So the the winning songs today going through in these 12 matchups of random songs from either album against one another. Little Caesar punches above his weight and moves on. Hate. (laughs) Hates on everyone and moves on. Um, Seduction of the Innocent moves on. And someone wants to keep track of how many Carnival Soul songs and how many hit songs. Mm Um, I will be there. Mm-hmm. Goes through. And that one went to the tie break. Uh, I confess. Goes through. Hide your heart. Goes through. Jungle in the mirror. Um, boom. So, boom. <coughs> boomerang. No. Boom. What is it? Yeah. Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. Uh, Forever goes through Master and Slave, and you love me to hate you. That was some mm. really interesting matchups. Uh, again. Yeah. It all kind of really sucked because these matchups are depressing off yeah. these two albums. It's, it's kind of funny stuff. that, you know, we picked these albums randomly and this was the bottom of the barrel round, literally. And there's no engineering that goes into making yeah. this happen. So let us know what you think about these matchups if you're watching after the fact. Again, thank you to everyone who has participated in this the next death match is going to be the scrap scrap the songs in the scrap heap go up against one another some of the other songs that are in that round are the devil is me all for the love of rock and roll um mm-hmm. parasite wow. gave rock and roll parasite? to you almost human when lightning strikes never enough mm-hmm. dark lights when your walls come down in your face mm. 
And then we'll have to also, have, well, actually, I think the next one is going to be the EPs. So uh, Killers, Side 4 of Alive, um, um, oh, yeah. the, the new songs on, on um, Smashes, excluding Beth, of course, and then the uh, additional songs that were released in the intervening years, like uh, you remember Rock and Roll Radio and Samurai Salon, Venus and Mars. Are we omitting the solo albums then? Yeah, we're going to save that for September. That's yeah. going to be its own thing. Yeah, so, solo albums, even with the Kiss logos, I don't want to co-mingle Radioactive okay. going up against you know, Jungle. Um, no. that, just, that just stretches the silliness a little bit too far. Okay, cool. So let me last last comment. Hey, Thomas, thanks for joining Thomas. us. And thank you again oh, to everyone who's joined to join us today. Uh, but for now, from Ken, Lonnie. Lonnie, we missed you. We needed you. <laughs> or we used the board for the tie or the comments for the tie breaks. Um, Ken, Mark, myself, thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.